welcome to this Q&A solo cast number 417. Today we'll cover the following. The most affordable red light therapy, healing emotional trauma stored in the body, detoxing aluminum with silica, whole house water filtration, keto and problematic diet fads, the best Shilajit products, how to find legit Sananga eye drops, toxic mold remediation do's and don'ts, and finally, gray hair hacks. You'll find the show notes, links to everything discussed, and transcripts for this episode at lukestory.com slash 417. And next Tuesday, we're back with episode 418, Injection Recovery Protocols and Finding Forgiveness for Perpetrators of Evil with Jonathan Otto. If you're one of the folks posting questions in my Telegram group about your buyer's remorse in taking the Quaxine and wanting to recover from the damage caused, make sure to catch that one. Now, it's pretty out there but I think it will be useful for many people, especially those in that category. The questions answered in this episode were all posted to the Lifestylist Podcast Facebook group. We have a community of about uh, 6.7 thousand like-minded people in there um, who in many cases answer the questions better than I can. So click your show notes for a link to that page, then request to join and post away. And I might even answer one of your questions on a future solo cast just like this one. Alternatively, if you are adverse to Facebook due to their communist approach to censorship, please join my Telegram channel where 4,500 of us discuss the forbidden topics daily. You can find that group at lukestory.com telegram. Now, before we begin, I feel compelled to share that I am not a doctor and do not offer medical advice. I'm sharing my personal experience and things I've tried and learned along my journey. So please talk to a professional if you are seriously ill or in any danger of any kind or to any degree. While I do my best to provide accurate information in the Q&A shows, I'm always learning and expanding my knowledge base. So what you're going to hear today is the best I have to offer presented to the best of my understanding at this time. And I'll remind everyone that in most cases, unless you are terminally or chronically ill, for example, you don't need to spend tons of money to be healthy. I like to remind listeners of this fact especially since there are so many product recommendations offered in most of the solo cast and even sometimes by our guests. The best biohacks, my friends, are free. Here are a few. Prayer, I mean dedicated prayer. Meditation, the study and contemplation of spiritual literature, breath work, sun exposure, hot and cold therapy, which can be free depending on the season and location, human love and connection, and of course, physical movement. Now, while those are mostly free monetarily, they do cost something, and that is self-discipline and commitment. Many of us would rather just pop a pill or use some high-tech device to change our state of well-being, and I get that. I often share that sentiment. But there is much more to be said for taking the reins of our life and creating habits and lifestyle practices that enrich our experience without having to spend our life savings to do so. Okay, that being said, let's jump right into the questions. Jonathan asks... Uh, can you recommend high-quality red light therapy that's more affordable? I know Juve is kind of the standard, but it's out of my budget. Well, my friend, uh, you are in luck because I do have one free uh, example for you toward the end of this answer. First, I'll offer the Flex Beam, which I love. Now, this one's about $599, so I don't know what your budget is. Uh, not, not cheap uh, for many people, but also much less than the thousands for a full-body Juve system. What I like about FlexBeam is that it is targeted. The little red lights come in a band. You can wrap it around your joints, elbows, knees, etc. Uh, it's also great um, for women to put on their abdomen if they're having cramps or discomfort in that area. It's a very cool device, and you can learn more about it in episode 383. 
Next is the Sauna Space Full Spectrum Photon Therapy Light. That thing's about $349. And uh, you can learn more about that one in episode 409. I happen to have one here for the people watching on the video. Hopefully I can pull it up without knocking everything over. Um, there we go. It's turned on right there. Where's the camera? Show it to our friends on the Instagram Live. The um, single light photon therapy device from Sauna State is amazing uh, for targeted treatments as well. And it uses, uh, unlike many of the other red light products on the market, an incandescent bulb rather than LED. Now, both have their advantages, but the incandescent bulb is awesome because it also creates a tremendous amount of heat and it penetrates deeply into the tissue, which is really important. So that's the sauna space photon therapy light. Um, I'm trying to think like if I could only buy, well, it depends on what your budget is, but if I had to have one thing, it might be that one. And I also use that to balance the light in my room. Uh, that's why I have it here in the studio, in fact, and I keep it at home in my office is um, a little factoid here for you that might be useful. When we are behind glass, half of the UV spectrum, the ultraviolet spectrum of light, is filtered out by that glass. And even much more of the spectrum if it's glass that is uh, treated to keep out the heat, etc. So you're essentially living in a non-native fake blue light environment, even if you're indoors behind glass with no unnatural lighting on in the room. So the sauna space or any of the red light devices, for example, will help with this depending on uh, their brightness. But I always keep this on when I'm indoors, unless it's just incredibly hot in the room, because this would definitely add some heat uh, to balance out the spectrum of light. The next is a device called the Juve Go. Now, I know you said Juve is out of your budget, but the Juve Go is portable and that's $599. Uh, it's a great little device. I have one at home super portable, rechargeable, and very useful for spot treatments and also for just putting on inside a room and using, again, to balance out the light. Now, one important thing about red light therapy that's important to know is that you got to keep it close to the skin for it to really be effective. So all of the options I just mentioned will work for a more targeted approach. If you're looking for a full body, Juve, I think is the best I've found, as well as the sauna space sauna system. And I use both of them regularly. Now on to the lowest budget option. This is so low budget, it's actually free. And that is getting morning and evening sun exposure. And if you can, I would do some research on sun gazing. Uh, I would not recommend anyone just goes out and starts staring at the sun. But it is widely known that it is indeed safe to observe the sun in the very um, early morning dawn and at sunset. I think there's a reason why human beings are so drawn to sunsets. We think they're beautiful. We love to stare at them. Why? Because you're getting blasted with red light. And uh, it's a very natural spectrum of red light and has a number of different benefits from regulating and setting your circadian rhythm to all sorts of mitochondrial benefits and so on. So if you don't want to spend any money on red light therapy, again, this one takes discipline. You got to get up with the sunrise and find a place to watch it, ideally with as much of your naked skin exposed to it as possible. And the same goes for sunsets. Next, Sheila says, looking for a good water filtration system for our new home. San Antonio Water Solutions came by yesterday to do a demo and said that they have a seven-step filter plus RO plus realkalizing system. Does anyone have experience with them or any others in the area? Now, I've done a number of podcasts dedicated specifically to water, and most recently, 
one with all of my filter recommendations, which was episode 396. And that, of course, is linked in the show notes, along with, of course, everything I'm going to discuss here. Uh, the system you mentioned sounds pretty legit as at a glance. I haven't researched them, but uh, I love that it has reverse osmosis. However, per my understanding, to get rid of fluoride, which is one of the most problematic toxins in most tap water, you need reverse osmosis. But if you get RO with holding tanks, which uh, many of them do include, they can grow harmful bacteria. So you would need to follow that with a UV or ultraviolet light filter and hit that water before it gets to your sinks, showers, etc. So I would ask them about that and uh, see if they can include that, if that is in fact the case. Now, personally, I've yet to install a whole house system in our home as the test results for our tap water just came in and uh, I've been waiting on that and the results are horrific. Our water is just <laughs> so bad. Uh, maybe it's because I live by a lake, you know, and it's kind of a I mean, I wouldn't say it's in the country, but it's kind of a bedroom community in the deep suburbs of Austin. And so uh, I'm very concerned about showering and bathing and even swimming in our swimming pool with this water. Now, right now, am I worried about it? No, I'm going to live my life and not be in fear about it, but I'm definitely going to get a whole system. So the testing is really important though. Um, so I wanted to mention that because you need a different uh, filtration medium and a different system depending on the chemicals that your water contains. Um, if you're on well water, for example, you're going to need something totally different in most cases than tap water. And if you have tap water in the middle of a city, it could be better or worse than the tap water in a rural area. You just don't know. The site I use to test my water is available at testmyhome.com. That's testmyhome.com. Incredible site. I'll talk a little more about them later. Also note that uh, I list the best whole house purification system I've found on my site, which is lukestory.com slash store. There's a whole section on water with all of my recommendations included. Now, although we haven't installed a system, uh, I'm likely going to go with a company called Ofora Water out of Santa Barbara. But again, what you need is determined by your goals, the water quality, and of course, your budget. So I'll definitely report back when I end up uh, picking the correct system for our home. Next, Sheila goes on to add, I should also add that my daughter only drinks Fiji water for the silica benefits to detox aluminum. If anyone knows of an alternative to the plastic bottle version, please let me know. Now, aluminum is a massive issue we face today. It concentrates in the brain and causes all sorts of unwanted issues. It uh, comes from anything from chemtrail dust, cheap cookware, aluminum foil, medications, and some deodorants and cosmetics. Fact is, unfortunately, that aluminum is ubiquitous in our environment and pretty much impossible to avoid. It's been linked to Alzheimer's and other neurological issues. So it's definitely not something you want to leave sitting around in your body, in my opinion. However, if you want to know your aluminum levels, I highly recommend doing a hair mineral analysis with upgraded formulas, followed by a consultation with one of their experts. This will get you out of the guessing game and present you with some solid recommendations on how to fix it. You can learn more about that in episode 402 with Barton Scott. In regard to using silica to detox aluminum, that's a great idea based on my research, and I'm currently doing the same thing. But in my experience, the amount of silica-rich water you need to drink to make an impact would be astronomical. So what I do is supplement with something called organo-living silica. This stuff has 22.5 milligrams of silica per serving, 
which is one tablespoon or 750 milligrams per half liter versus Fiji water, which has a silica content of 86 milligrams per whole liter. So we're talking 750 milligrams per half liter versus 86 milligrams per whole liter. So the living silica product just contains way more silica. Perhaps more importantly, living silica is highly bioavailable and is absorbed directly into your bloodstream rather than your GI tract. And this is due to the small size of their silica molecule and the fact that it is electromagnetically charged. So I would strongly recommend this strategy over drinking Fiji water for the effects, the cost, and the fact that Fiji water, as was mentioned, comes in plastic bottles. Now, I think it's a decent water to drink on a plane or while traveling or in an emergency, but I certainly wouldn't have it as my main water source personally. As a side note, silica also has a host of other benefits like collagen production, which makes it incredible not only for detoxing aluminum, but also for skin, hair, nails, joints, ligaments, tendons, and so on. I've also made a lot of progress detoxing heavy metals, including aluminum, from my body using the Quicksilver Scientific Push-Catch system. They have a few systems to choose from, but the one I've used the most is called the Black Box. To learn more about that system, listen to episode 210 with Dr. Chris Shade. To summarize how that works is as follows. Uh, Quicksilver makes some incredibly effective liposomal supplements that you use sublingually, meaning you squirt these little supplements under your tongue a couple times a day. And then about 30 minutes later, you follow that with a binder. And so what that does is uh, causes your liver to excrete bile, which uh, rids your organs down there of the toxins that are stuck, dumps them into your intestines, and then the binder adsorbs them and drags them out when you eliminate. So uh, detoxing can be pretty problematic if you're just causing your liver and gallbladder to start getting these toxins into your system, but then you don't use a binder to carry them out of your body. What will happen ultimately is they will be reabsorbed into your bloodstream and start the process all over again. So I love that system. And I have found through blood testing, urine testing, and hair testing combined that my before and after levels went down considerably using that. Now I I uh, recently did the hair mineral analysis with upgraded formulas and found that I did have pretty high levels of aluminum, unfortunately. I got rid of tons of mercury and lead over the years, but that aluminum is, uh, is a sticky one. So as I said, I'm going to uh, keep using the Organo Living Silica. Then I will retest in about three months and see if I was able to knock those aluminum levels down. So hopefully that helped. Okay, next, Lexi posts the question, I recently started keto again and find myself waking up every night around 3 a.m., and occasionally liver tenderness. Thoughts? Well, I do have some thoughts. I'm certainly, admittedly, not an expert on ketosis, but uh, after 25 years of experimenting with different fad diets, I, I personally have arrived at a diet that works best for me, and that is no diet at all. Uh, I found keto to be very difficult to follow, first off. I mean, it's just like everything has carbs. I'd be testing my, my level of ketones, and I didn't think I ate any carbs, and there they are, you know? Uh, it's also just kind of hard on my system and a bit too extreme and just created too much stress to try to follow it. And I think for me, at least, that stress was not worth um, the effort put in. And yes, it's not great for sleep quality. Now, some people say if being keto interrupts your sleep, you can try eating a small amount of honey or some carbs before bed to help with that kind of keto flu 
uh, adrenalized state that keeps some people awake when they uh, try ketosis. But from my understanding, this will, of course, knock you out of full ketosis, which could be problematic depending on what your goals are. So personally, uh, I'm not generally a fan of restriction diets. Um, this is, you know, oftentimes leaning into orthorexia. And I speak from personal experience. I'm not putting anyone down. I understand sometimes people are terminally ill. And listen, if I had cancer, I would probably go full keto until it was gone. I mean, that would really be one of my strategies. I've been vegetarian, never made vegan. I've done juice fast. I mean, I think fasting has its place. Um, there are many benefits that have been proven. I'm just speaking for myself after trying all this stuff for God. 25 plus years now. Um, I just think that these extreme diets like keto, vegan, uh, carnivore might be useful for a period for a detox or a reset period uh, when you just need to make some big changes in your metabolism and so on. But for me, none of that has really stuck long-term and the benefit to cost ratio just hasn't been there for me. Um, I find that if I just keep it simple by eating organic whenever possible, buying food from the farmer's markets or a trusted meal delivery service and just keep my diet clean, uh, I feel pretty damn good. Now, then again, I'm, I'm not you know, chronically ill, so this could be different for different people. I don't know what this uh, listener's motive was for wanting to be keto. Many people try it to manage their weight and so on and I'm sure it's effective and there's a whole industry of keto stuff out there. There's a keto conference coming to Austin soon and um, I'm, I'm sure that it does have its merit. I, again, just personally, it's just, there's a lot of other things that I would choose to do to be healthy. Um, in terms of meal delivery service, I do want to mention this because this has been a huge game changer for us since we moved to Texas. And the service we use is a company called Daily Dose. And I got to say, it's incredible. It, uh, it's farm-to-table food delivered cold and ready to heat right to your doorstep. And where we live in this area of Texas is a bit of a food desert. So this has been the best discovery ever for us. It's not cheap, but I'll tell you what, when I budgeted it out, uh, we actually spend less than we would eating out or just ordering ratchet food delivery out of desperation. I mean, I know when I go out, I look at a steak and I'm like, oh, that's expensive. It's a grass-fed steak maybe, hopefully. And then, but then I order an appetizer, a Pellegrino, likely dessert. Next thing you know, I'm in for a lot more money than I thought for just that one meal. So uh, add to that the time that it takes to grocery shop, prep and cook. And I think we probably spend less just getting all of our meals in the mail from Daily Dose. And uh, on top of that, it actually tastes delicious, which is not the case in my experience when ordering food online. And as someone who, I won't even say I don't enjoy it, I actually strongly dislike cooking and doing dishes and all the things. It's just not my, not my wheelhouse, not my preference. I really like just throwing these little um, biodegradable containers. By the way, I looked into all of their packaging. Many people have concerns about the packaging and all of their stuff is legit, recyclable, recycled, biodegradable, the whole thing. But I just put this little cardboard thing in the oven for like 15 minutes, get it out, and I just eat it in that. I mean, I'm kind of funny like that. Not much for the presentation. I just want to get the calories, you know what I mean? Uh, and then I just throw that thing in the trash and it's compostable. And, uh, and it's a good day. I don't have to do dishes. I'm full. The meat was tasty. I know it's trustworthy meat, etc. So that's my move. 
Um, and just to summarize that, I would say my personal food plan is to eat as many organ meats as I can stomach. I get a lot of raw liver from the farmer's markets here in Texas. Uh, it's all grass-fed, legit. Uh, I just take chunks of that raw and wash it down with something strong tasting because I don't prefer the taste of liver, but my body loves that liver. I also like wild fish, grass-fed meats of all kinds, raw dairy, uh, ghee, and raw butter, some olive and coconut oil here and there, and uh, hopefully in-season fruits and berries, uh, coffee, bone broth. I also get really great bone broth from Daily Dose. In fact, they send me so much bone broth that unfortunately sometimes it goes bad because I literally just can't drink that much because of the particular program we chose. They have a number of different programs and we chose one that's very bone broth heavy. And I'm also mindful uh, of eating too much sugar, which is, I would say, my weak spot. I don't think sugar is the devil. I mean, depending on the source and the type, I wouldn't recommend GMO beet sugar, which is in a lot of things unlabeled. But uh, I tend to crave sugar a lot. And, you know, it's hard to maintain my fighting weight. You know what I mean? I also generally avoid gluten and GMOs, glyphosate. And I definitely, I would say more than anything, I avoid seed oils like the plague, unless it's, you know, like a specific black seed oil that was cold pressed, et cetera. I do think certain seed oils are useful at certain times, but I'm talking about like commercial seed oils. Uh, no bueno, not into the, the poofas. And God knows what else is probably in there. Have you ever wondered why some people get really sick while others only have mild cases? Well, researchers say the answer can be found in your gut health. A study published this year suggests that people with leaky gut and other gut symptoms may be at higher risk of severe illness. You know what I'm talking about? In fact, more than 70% of your immunity is created in your gut. Why does this matter, you might ask? Well, even if you're doing everything right, you will still be exposed to viruses and bacteria. It's simply unavoidable. It's just kind of how the world works. Now, personally, I've had a lot of leaky gut issues over the years and have made some huge improvements lately. I recently found an insanely cool product called Biome Breakthrough. Biome Breakthrough is the only formula that can repair compromised gut lining. So it helps to rebuild with the right probiotics and prebiotics and activate the four critical pathways to super immunity. It eliminates bad bacteria, feeds the good bacteria, and gives your immunity the strength it needs to fight off viruses. It's really cool stuff. It also comes in two flavors, chocolate carnivore and vegetarian vanilla. How I use it is I just throw this stuff in whatever morning drink I make, hot or cold, and it tastes delicious or not noticeable in some cases, and also mixes easily with pretty much everything. So power up your immunity today and try Biome Breakthrough risk-free by visiting biomebreakthrough.com slash Luke. And of course, I got a code for you. It's Luke10. That gets you 10% off any order. Again, that code is Luke10, and the website is biomebreakthrough.com slash Luke. And listen, if it doesn't work for you, these guys will give you your money back within 365 days of purchase. Totally risk-free, awesome, works. Check it out. I've been into energetic healing technologies for many years, especially those that are supportive for EMF exposure. And there are a lot of so-called quantum products on the market, and I've tried just about any one I've ever heard of, but few of them have had any noticeable effect. 
However, there is one product line that's passed my test and become part of my arsenal, and it's called Leela Quantum Tech. Leela Quantum has developed a groundbreaking technology to increase your energy level, become more stress resistant, and also helps to support your whole family, pets, and garden with pure quantum energy. The Leela Quantum products have been certified and studied by various third-party institutes and doctors, and these studies have found significant improvements in people's blood, cellular voltage, allergy reduction, and heart rate variability. But my favorite benefit of all is that the Leela Quantum products help neutralize harmful frequencies, including any EMF like 4G, 5G, microwaves, and Wi-Fi. In fact, I have the Leela Quantum block in my kitchen where I charge my food, drinks, and supplements, as well as the Infinity block in my living room and here in the studio for a huge energetic upgrade. Leela Quantum Tech is a truly conscious business that wants to do good in the world and even plants a tree for every order. So if you want to get on board, you can get 10% off your first order by visiting leelaq.com and using the discount code 10LUKE. That's L-E-E-L-A-Q.com. And the new customer discount code is 10LUKE. Next, Allison. Now, not Allison, my wife. Allison, a listener, wants to know, what's your favorite not-too-pricey Shilajit? And for those of you not familiar with that word, Shilajit is a natural substance found mainly in the Himalayas, Russia, Tibet, Afghanistan, and now even in the north of Chile. And it's formed for centuries by the gradual decomposition of certain plants by the action of microorganisms. And it's generally commercially available as a powder and also a tar-like mineral pitch. And I've been using Shilajit for years, and it's definitely in my top 10 of all substances uh, to take. It would probably be my deserted island top 10 list. I mean, it's, it's that powerful and um, completely natural. It's loaded with fulvic and humic acid and more than 84 minerals. And fun fact, it's been used in Ayurvedic medicine for thousands of years. It can function as an antioxidant to improve your body's immunity, even your memory, uh, an anti-inflammatory and energy booster, and a diuretic to remove excess fluid from the body. And Shilajit is also known to improve the testosterone levels in men and even enhance male fertility. So super powerful stuff. However, the thing about Shilajit sourcing is that it can be contaminated with fungi, heavy metals, and other contaminants. So when choosing a brand, it's really important that it's been purified and make sure to check their lab testing and customer reviews. And although I've bought my Shilajit by the kilo from various vendors um, out of Russia and Siberia, etc., on Etsy and eBay, I wouldn't generally recommend that you go that route due to the aforementioned issues. So the two brands I know and trust would be first uh, Mitolife Panacea, that's the name of their product, which is a pure Shilajit tablet. And that's lab tested and makes the easiest to take version of the resin because of the tablet delivery. The bulk tar I've used is difficult to use depending on temperature. So if it's hot in your house, it'll be all melted and gooey. And in the cold months, it's like a rock and really hard to break off a piece to eat. So uh, I think the MitoLife Panacea product is great. Um, you know, you could take two to five of those a day and that'd probably put you around the half gram mark, something you might work up to. I wouldn't necessarily recommend starting with that. But for me, about a half gram of Shilajit a day is awesome. And budget was a concern. She said not too pricey. 
Uh, I think their product is affordable and comparable to other products on the market. And because it comes in tablets, you can just take one tablet a day and still derive benefit. Then there's a company called Pristine Hydro that makes a powdered version as well, which is great and also tested for impurities. I prefer the resin type as it seems more concentrated, but both will give you the benefits uh, that Sheila G promises. I'll also add a couple tips on uh, how to ingest it. Now, due to its strong taste, I prefer to just swallow chunks or tablets of the tar, but you can also add it to hot water as it easily dissolves in any hot drink. And in many countries, they just mix it in hot water as a tea. I used to throw the Shilajit tar in my coffee and just make this incredibly powerful elixir, which I'm sure was great for me. But it, after some time, I found that it just ruined the pure, beautiful flavor of my coffee. So now I just kind of roll up a ball of it or grab one of the Mito Life tabs and just uh, wolf it down with anything I happen to be eating or drinking at the time. Uh, oh, one last thing I might add is I would definitely recommend uh, taking Shilajit with food. For some people, it can be quite strong at first. Our next question is from Lyra. She asks, I recently did a combo ceremony where we used Sananga eye drops. I'd like to continue using them occasionally for my own meditation practice and found some online, but wondering if anyone here used them and can recommend a legit place to order the eye drops online. For those wondering what Sananga is, I found this definition from the site psychedelicinvest.com. Sananga is commonly made from the roots and bark of Tabernay Montana undulata, a shrub which is found in Brazil and other South American countries. The bark and root is ground into a very fine powder and then extracted into a juice. This sacred and powerful medicine is used to treat and prevent ocular diseases such as glaucoma, cataracts, farsightedness, nearsightedness, and even blindness. Sananga is mostly utilized by the tribes found in the Amazon region, such as, oh my God, I'm not going to even try to pronounce these. I'm just going to skip over that to not dishonor those beautiful tribes. Some tribes in the Amazon region use Sananga to sharpen their night vision while hunting. However, Sananga does more than that. Again, this is from a website. This is, you know, just easy, quick research. Uh, this powerful eye drop has a healing power that is more spiritual than physical and has the capacity to increase insight in the minds of those who use it. Sananga is commonly used in preparation for ayahuasca ceremonies due to its capacity to increase visual perception, enhance colors, and remove unwanted energy. Sananga eye drops cause an intense burning sensation that typically lasts for a few minutes, but experienced practitioners claim that the pain is an important part of the healing process. They advise breathing deeply into the discomfort in order to reap all of Sananga's benefits. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, I thought it would be useful to provide that context. Now, as for me, I love Sananga and I've had great results uh, with the website called rapishop.com. That's R-A-P-E-E. -E. And they sell legit hape. It's kind of spelled like rape, um, but it's pronounced hape by most. And I can assume that the Sananga they sell is equally legit. And uh, I would add that I wouldn't personally recommend doing it yourself unless you've had some experience or been guided by a proper medicine facilitator or shaman. I've used a mild Sananga myself, uh, which has been great, but only due to the fact that the particular blend I have is very gentle. And it was given to me by a friend. In fact, for those of you 
that have this on video, uh, <laughs> I've got it right here and, and actually did, did a little blast of it earlier. And I'm, I'm going to ignore my own advice right there and say, don't do it yourself unless you've had some experience. Um, partially ignore that, but I have had some experience. Now I've not done the real deal Sananga, the strong stuff. I've watched videos of people doing that. It's never been served in any ceremony I've participated in. Uh, but from what I understand, it's very painful. I remember my wife, Allison, uh, I believe did it some time ago and said that it was awesome and beneficial, but excruciating. So as I said, that the stuff that I have from my friend is, is very diluted and almost indiscernible in its subjective feeling. But I do like it because it does absolutely brighten up my vision. And I also find it to be really useful um, when I just need to drop in and focus and just get in touch with that inner part of myself, which uh, is a really important part of recording these podcasts. So oftentimes I'll use something like a coca powder paste or sananga or hape when I'm actually sitting down to do some work. So this type of work for me is actually quite ceremonial because of the intentionality behind it. So, uh, you know, it's not just like a cute little parlor trick. I actually value these substances and their rich history. So that being said, I think uh, medicines like this should be treated with the utmost reverence and respect. So unlike supplements or something of that nature, my recommendation would be to use as much intentionality as possible with sacred plant medicines such as these. But big fan of Sananga. Now, uh, the the um, combo, oh man, <laughs> Lyra, I hope that's how you pronounce it, Lyra or Lyra. Um, man, hats off to you for going for the, the combo ceremony. I know this is popular and immensely useful to many people, but man, that, that was one ceremony um, in which I participated that I mean, I've had this experience in many ceremonies where during the experience, if it's challenging, I'm thinking to myself, I am never doing this again. Hell to the naw. And then once it's over, I start to integrate and unpack the many benefits or insights that I was given. And then there I find myself doing it again. But um, the combo frog venom, which is what she's referring to, um, not psychedelic, but you know, kind of part of that lexicon of plant plant and I guess animal medicines in this case. Uh, very, very brutal experience and um, not, not one that I plan to participate in um, in the near future. Although I know many people do it on a regular basis and um, derive much benefit from that practice. Okay, next, Marina wants to know, does anyone have any recommendations for a non-toxic mold bomb slash fogger that works? Now, Marina, I'm not familiar with this one at all. And I'll just add some notes here that might be useful as they pertain to your question. My understanding is that with a true mold situation, you don't want to agitate it and cause it to release spores, which would make the problem much worse. I would recommend uh, if I were in that position to find a professional mold specialist like my former guest, Michael Rabino otherwise known as the Mold Medic, who was featured on episode 337. So definitely give that a listen for a more complete answer to your question. But yeah, when you find mold in your home, uh, you, the worst thing you could do is probably piss it off, which would have to do with spraying stuff on it, trying to you know, scrub it down. You don't want to touch it. You need a professional team to come in and remove it. Now, again, I don't know 
the magnitude of Marina's mold problem, but I just want to throw that out there for people. If you see black mold in your house, like don't try to, <laughs> don't try to get it mad. Uh, I will also note that I recently met a really great guy named Ryan Blasser, uh, again, from the site I mentioned earlier called testmyhome.com, who does full testing in your home of EMF, mold, water, lighting, the whole deal. He's an incredible guy and will soon be testing our home and coming on the podcast. So you'll learn about all the different ways in which he tests a home. Now, that said, I have from time to time used an ozone generator in musty or smelly areas, uh, such as fresh paint, new car smell, stuff like that. But I wouldn't recommend doing that if you have a legit mold issue. I'll link to the ozone generator I have in the show notes. It was the best one I could find on Amazon. I think it was around $100. Now, this is great to get rid of smells in your garage or smells in your house or just to ward off VOCs from new carpets or anything that's off-gassing. I find this thing to be really useful. In fact, I used it in our food pantry the other day because it just kind of smells like uh, paint in there still. And so when I go in there to grab something, I notice like, oh, I find myself wanting to hold my breath. So I ran like a 20-minute program of ozone in there with the door shut, of course. Uh, also want to add that if you use an ozone generator in your home, um, I would cover up any plants. You could probably cover them with plastic bags or something of that nature. You definitely want the pets out of your home and you do not want to breathe ozone while you're in your home. So I would run the ozone in this pantry, for example, then air it out and then feel free to go in there. And I also might add that there is a distinction between this type of ozone generator which is essentially like a small box with a fan on it that produces ozone that fills the ambient air in a space versus an ozone generator like the Simply O3 generators that I have on my site that I haven't used at home, which is a medical grade ozone generator to be used internally in your body. So there's like the medical grade internal generators and then there's essentially a souped up air purifier ozone generator, which is what I'm referring to in this answer. And in closing to that question, I am a massive fan of ozone and think it has uh, widespread applications. But again, I would be mindful about um, agitating a serious mold infestation in your house with ozone without first speaking to a professional tester and remediator. Right about now, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite superfood blends. It's called Red Juice by Organifi. And this is what I use personally to recharge my mind and body with organic superfoods that contain potent adaptogens, antioxidants, and a clinical dose of cordyceps mushrooms. This stuff is great for energy with zero caffeine and only two grams of sugar. And here's the quick stats on this bomb berry drink mix. First thing is, of course, that it tastes delicious and just plain water, so there's no need for a blender. It's also loaded with 13 superfoods and is, of course, 100% USDA certified organic. This berry blend, my friends, is incredibly nutrient-dense, and it's my go-to for morning and afternoon jump starts, but especially, and this is my secret weapon, before, during, and after workouts. The blood flow it creates is insane due to the beets and cordyceps mushrooms. It's also packed with blueberries, acai, pomegranate, raspberry, Siberian ginseng, reishi mushroom, and rhodiola. To get your hands on some of this stuff, here's what you do. Go to Organifi.com slash Lifestylist and use the code Lifestylist for a whopping 20% off any item in the store. 
That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com slash Lifestylist. And again, the code is Lifestylist. I love the jugs of red juice for home use and the travel packets when I'm on the go. They have tons of other incredible products on their site, so make sure to check them out and use that discount code of Lifestylist. Again, that's Organifi.com slash Lifestylist. The show you're listening to would not be possible without the support from our friends over at Super Speciosa. These guys make an incredible line of Kratom products. If you're not familiar with Kratom, and I'd be surprised if you weren't because I talk about it quite a bit on the show, it's an all-natural herb related to the coffee plant that has been used in Thailand and other South Asian countries for centuries. It helps energize your mind while at the same time relaxing your body. It's really an incredible plant medicine. And Super Speciosa only has one ingredient pure kratom leaf. And the issue with this herb is that there's a lot of really shady characters selling it online and gas stations. You might even see it at a liquor store. And there are issues with contamination such as heavy metals, molds, etc. These guys test for purity and they also select the very specific strains that are going to achieve the desired result, whether that's easing pain in your body, relaxing, chilling out, or even prepping for a workout. So this is a great social lubricant for me and something that I've been using on a regular basis. And I've looked far and wide, trust me, to find great strains and also, as I said, to find a clean version of it. Now, if you're going to check this out and you're new to it, I would encourage you to try their Signature Super Speciosa strain. It's the most popular, most well-rounded, and also best-selling. If you're ready to get your hands on some Kratom and give it a shot, here's what you do. Go to getsuperleaf.com slash luke. And if you want to save 20%, use the code Luke at checkout to save 20% on your entire order. Again, that's getsuperleaf.com slash Luke. Our next question is heartfelt and one that I relate to so deeply. It's from Asha. She says, I just listened to the Emotion Code episode and it got me thinking about how much stuck emotions I must have in my body. I have been through so much trauma in the last 15 years, one thing after another, often the same cycles playing over and over, like my subconscious creates it. And I I would add, Asha, that in my experience, that's exactly what creates it. She goes on to say, I've done a lot of healing, but maybe I've barely scratched the surface. There is very little space in the past 15 years that hasn't been some sort of stuck place with physical and mental issues. I've created another traumatic situation that I can't seem to get unstuck from. It seems like even a small shift might open me up to possibilities that my small mind believes are not possible. That's a huge step right there, by the way, Asha, because when you're in, when you're in the pain of really what we're likely discussing is PTSD, like post-trauma, what happened after the trauma. The trauma is an event and then it's how we hold it, what we do with it, right? And um, in my own experience, acknowledging that there's something wrong or not wrong, but something that is asking to be healed or explored and just having a 1% degree of hope that I might be able to heal it has in fact uh, led the way to making that possible. So I was really glad to hear that. Uh, She also adds, is there something I can do to begin to remove these emotions and trauma that doesn't cost money? I'm sure that my life would begin to change once I can let all of this go. Man, again, my heart goes out to Asha. As I myself have had to work through a ton of PTSD and trauma, um, I've done so many things at this point that it's honestly tough to even pinpoint what was most effective. 
it's as though each experience or healing modality led to the next and the next. And now, um, at the ripe old age of 51 years old, I definitely, thankfully, with immense gratitude, uh, find myself at the most healed point in my journey. In fact, this was illuminated for me uh, just yesterday morning when I experienced a situation with someone that would have formerly been so next level triggering, I feel like my head would have exploded. And somehow I was able to uh, practice a razor sharp presence and an open heartedness and a vulnerability in this moment. It was, you know, it was a moment of conflict with someone and I was actually shocked afterward that I was able to hold space for myself and for that conflict resolution without feeling like I was under attack or um, under threat. In other words, my nervous system had been reattuned to the point where I could just remain in the communication and, and, and remain open and, and really truly listen, to deeply listen and to gain insight from that communication and and kind of doing it even i was going like why am i not totally freaking out right now but definitely afterward you know i had to give myself some humble credit you know that god damn man all of that work is paying off and has has paid off um so let me see if i can add some insight here in terms of what has helped me and I think the tough part here is that almost nothing that has truly moved the needle for me has been monetarily free. I mean, I guess that the the levels of grace that have been bestowed upon me have been free, right? Like there were prayers answered in various ways that I think helped me tremendously in terms of healing from, from trauma and PTSD. And as I said at the top of the show, the best biohacks are free, but uh, unfortunately, most biohacks don't heal trauma. And I don't know what sort of trauma um, our listener is referring to. I mean, I think there are, of course, legitimately degrees of trauma, but they're also dependent on how we hold that experience and what we do with it, right? It's, I think Gabor Mate says, it's not what happened to you. Um, it's, it's how you respond to it, right? It's not that there's something wrong with you because you have these patterns that have developed. It's that um, something happened to you, right? Um, and no amount of red light therapy or ice baths. Well, ice baths could actually could actually help. I don't think they'd heal trauma, but they definitely help atone the nervous system and, and realign so many things in your body. At least for me, they have. Uh, but the thing is here is that a lot of the things that I've done have in fact cost money and some of them quite a lot. So I'm going to just kind of throw everything in the kitchen sink in this answer. And, uh, you know, I don't have the time here within the context of, of this show to um, have bandwidth to really explore each and every thing that I'm going to mention, but I'm just going to throw some things out there for, um, for her to explore, for anyone listening to explore that might be useful. And again, I'll have to say I'm obviously not a therapist and I'm only speaking from my own experience. So the big needle movers for my trauma slash PTSD have been, well, I'll just list them, I think, from least expensive to most. First would be kundalini yoga, incredibly healing and transformative and a practice to which I was committed for uh, seven to eight years. I mean, 
many times a week, 90-minute classes, just really devoted to that practice. And I know there's been a lot of controversy around that particular branch of yoga as a result of things that went on to the with a uh, Yogi Bhajan, the man who supposedly brought it here, et cetera, um, regardless of any scandals or anyone that was harmed as a result of that person's behavior, I still nonetheless have found that practice to be very supportive and had some of my first initial spontaneous trauma release experiences, um, specifically in the longer workshops where you're going for you know two, three, sometimes four, even longer in some cases, um, and just had fits of spontaneous tears and wailing, crying to ecstatic, psychedelic laughing. I mean, really powerful stuff because of the, the, the mudras, the kriya, the way you move your body, the way you breathe. That was an incredibly um, powerful entry point for me, which led me into different practices of breath work, which were also incredibly helpful in integrating traumas in and out of my body, especially uh, somatic breath work. Uh, with which I have much less experience, but have had a couple quite profound um, moments in that practice um, onto many various 12-step groups to help create a framework of understanding a caring community. And of course, um, a really solid set of spiritual principles that one has the opportunity to apply, apply to their life, to change their mindset, the way that they feel, the way they behave, to achieve a change in one's character. And I've been to many of them. You know, you're you're supposed to remain anonymous. I won't name them, but pretty much anyone out there, I, I would say I have been to and put some degree of, of effort and commitment into and have benefited my life tremendously. Next would be hypnotherapy. You know, speaking of the subconscious, being able to get in there and supersede the ego and the intellect and to do some positive, healthy reprogramming. Very useful. Uh, next, therapy-based retreats like the Hoffman process. Uh, I did a podcast on that. I apologize. I don't have the show number right in front of me. But that was a, a really good reset for me. And there's another one called OnSite outside of Nashville, Texas that uh, I went to, I think, twice and uh, did a lot of experiential therapy, a lot of group therapy, um, a lot of kind of yeah trauma release that was useful and I think just part of the journey. I don't think that was the be-all, end-all but it definitely helped me to gain an understanding of how uh, the trauma that I had experienced was in fact motivating so many of my poor decisions. Uh, reading books, you know, education, reading books about trauma, family systems for an intellectual understanding of the problem to start to connect the dots. I think 12-step group teaching and books around trauma, family systems, codependency, just the dysfunction that is um, inherently bound to occur as a result of experiencing trauma in our lives. For me, having a fundamental intellectual understanding and a framework of that has been really useful when going into some of the other actual treatments for the PTSD. So I, I've been able to kind of track what it is that I'm healing rather than just having an ambiguous healing experience. Um, thinking of something like an ayahuasca ceremony. Uh, for me, I, I think those have been profoundly useful because there's something happening to me and for me. There's a there's a grace, there's a um, a spiritual connection and liberation, and so much healing that has taken place. But it's also been, in my case, um, I would say, 
exponentially more effective because of the the understanding, the reading, the learning just about what makes the human tick, you know, learning about the psyche and how these things affect us and then being able to connect the dots, whether in ceremony or therapy or whatever the setting might be. Uh, that would be the same, uh, I would add, for neurofeedback training. I've done a ton of that. It's helped me tremendously in this area. Also, the think brain training with Dr. Lana Morrow, one of the things she specializes in in PTSD. Now, we're starting to get into stuff that costs money here, by the way. I, I think some of those, <laughs> the prior points I made were mostly free. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's 20 bucks for a Kundalini yoga class. Um, but now we're getting into some of the higher tech stuff, the neurofeedback and think training, very effective um, for things like this, but also can be quite pricey. All right, that, that all being said, uh, if I want to be really honest here, I have to say that none of that combined really healed my trauma as much as the periodic, highly intentional, devotional, clinical, and mostly ceremonial work I've done with plant medicines and psychedelics. In fact, for those watching the video, you might see the t-shirt I happen to be wearing today. It's just um, kismet. It says dare, like the old 80s, you know, dare, don't do drugs. But it says drink ayahuasca, remember everything. And I sometimes hesitate to wear this t-shirt because I'm not recommending that everyone drink ayahuasca. But what has happened for me when I've sat with ayahuasca is I've remembered everything. And when I mean everything, I mean the things that I do not want to remember that I've spent so much time and energy in my life trying to suppress through various addictions and all sorts of dysfunctional behavior. So um, at the same time, you know, that I, you know, just acknowledge that the big, big moves for me in terms of he, not just acknowledging and understanding my trauma, but literally having it removed from my soul, from my spirit, from my mind, from my emotional body, my, my somatic experience has been through plant medicines and psychedelics predominantly over the past um, four years or so. Now, <laughs> to be responsible at the same time, I don't recommend this approach to all people at all times. Um, this type of deep work honestly can have terrible consequences if not explored in a safe and extremely thoughtful manner. Uh, and I, I just can't emphasize that enough. And, and I know this from my, my own experience and the experience of friends who have been a bit cavalier and um, not as mindful in their use of mind-altering substances, however well-intentioned they were. I mean, going back to my teen years and my early 20s before I thankfully sobered up, um, I used to use things like LSD and mushrooms indiscriminately and just have horrific experiences, which probably scarred me and really actually emphasized my, my PTSD. Um, and I've also had friends who have um, been less prudent in their use or the frequency or in, in so choosing these experiences and with whom they participate um, that have had really challenging times, man, where they've, you know, can't stop tripping for two months or, or whatever. You know, I'm not going to go into details, but this is widely reported. So I just, you know, it's important that I add the caveat um, that that particular route is definitely not for everyone. I mean, there's complications with different types of mental illness and psychiatric medication and also probably many ill-intentioned practitioners and pseudo-shaman out there. Um, and, it, and it's something that, you know, I take very seriously in my own life, especially as someone with the past and addiction. 
I don't just willy-nilly think, oh, I'm going to go heal more and here's another ceremony and another ceremony. Um, I mean, I'd say I've been pretty frequent with it, but it has been very intentional and the results for me have been absolutely incredible. So, um, you know, the best advice I can offer Asha, or not advice really, but just an answer to this question is to explore some of the things that I covered and follow her heart as to which path is most appropriate for her at this time. Uh, One thing that I'm quite certain of though, however, is that most trauma doesn't just heal itself. It will manifest in all sorts of destructive patterns like addiction and codependency, to name a few. And I will perhaps give you something to look forward to here, and that is that Gabor Mate will be on the show soon. So I'll pose this question to him as he is a leading expert in the field. You know, I definitely consider myself absolutely a student uh, when it comes to healing trauma and PTSD. I I would never even say I'm trauma-informed. I'm not even sure what that means. I just acknowledge that in my experience and with people with whom I've been close and loved in my life, that the trauma they've experienced is absolutely at the root cause of most, if not all of their problems. And so, you know, much of my work has been focused on this um, because of that realization and just seeing how the runway of my life has been cleared by my willingness and an ability and you know my commitment to facing these things that I've experienced in my life and really being willing to let them go and heal them and being willing to go into the gnarliest of shadows to the core wounds i mean anyone listening now that's experienced trauma you know think of that one thing the the thing that you wouldn't want anyone to know or the thing that you know just really interrupted your development as a kid or just really harmed you you know those are the things but in order um, in my experience to explore these things, I mean, it's, it's really important to do so safely and with professionals in whatever field that you feel are, are trustworthy and that can be vetted um, to make it safe to go explore that terrain without actually making things worse. And so far, based on all of the things that I just listed, uh, that has not happened for me. You know, it's not been my experience. Uh, my experience has been very positive and, um, you know, my life is just a living testament to uh, the fact that so many of that stuff has been drudged up and and worked through in in meaningful and um, thoughtful ways. So, in the meantime, I'll just say, man, God bless you, Asha, and I I feel you, and and may you find you know the healing best suited for your soul at the time you choose to undergo, um, you know, by any means to root out and be rid of that pain. And I know that this is possible and I know that you can do it. And so can, I think, anyone listening that has the capacity uh, for self-honesty and that can summon the courage and also just the, you know, ability to follow one's intuition and to be guided to uh, ways that are safe and effective. So hopefully some of those things were helpful. I mean, listen, start with breath work and getting in, you know, an ice bath. I mean, some of these things are a good start, right? Just activating our nervous system and just getting in tune with ourselves inside. Okay, I think we've got just about time for one more. I'm going to lighten it up a little bit here. I, I, I actually prefer, you guys, to be honest, I love the questions that are, that are deeper about the inner journey. Those um, oftentimes get me more fired up than the questions um, that are kind of in the physical realm. The metaphysical realm to me is where it's at. However, 
I am, you know, by all means um, into solving physical problems that I've experienced in my body and anything that plagues me, I just know there's an answer and I'm going to use my podcast and my research and my network of relationships to solve that problem. And so uh, that relates to the last question, which was posed by Michael. He says, I know someone posted about gray hair and I'm getting some white hair in my beard hair without any gray. Okay, so basically his question is about what do you do about gray or white hair? He says, I already take some C60 and 12 milligrams of astaxanthin and my multivitamin has some copper in it too. Okay, for this one, this is going to be a quick one. I'll refer back to the mineral testing and Shilajit. When it comes to gray hair, of which I possess a bit, those watching the video will see a old gray beard here, starting to get a little on the uh, on the sides of my head too, which I don't particularly mind. I'd probably be more worried, and this is nothing against any guys that have lost their hair. I just the vanity of it, the, my ego would have a hard time if I just went totally bald. I just think it would just be weird for me after living fifty one years with some hair. Mine is, is it's definitely creeping back, and if it does, I guess I'll just have to reconcile with uh, that when the time comes. So I do have some gray hair. Um, the most effective thing I've found would be a practitioner-guided mineral balance protocol. So again, going back to that hair mineral analysis testing, and sure, copper is mega critical to your entire body. I mean, to me, this is like the ultimate mineral. It's just so crucial along with magnesium and some others. But the thing is, um, you don't want to just chug a bunch of copper supplements and you might not be able to get it even from things like beef liver that are supposedly high in copper just due to the fact that our soil is trashed and so on. But with copper, for example, it needs to be balanced with zinc and so on. So if you're going to approach the gray hair thing from the mineral perspective, which to me would make the most sense, uh, you don't want to play the guessing game with minerals. Um, might have you running in circles at best and at, in the worst case, even causing more imbalance. And we don't want that. So I would do the upgraded formulas, hair mineral test and consultation and follow up with the right protocol for your test results using their minerals, which I found to be the most effective due to their ability to be absorbed um, just incredibly. I think it's like 98% absorption because they've managed to make the molecules of their minerals super, super tiny, way smaller than the cell. So they get in there easily. I also like the C60 and I use a number of different brands of that, but I'm not aware of it helping internally with hair color, although I've not thoroughly researched that. I know C60 has some proven efficacy in terms of um, hair loss and actually I have microneedled my scalp and put C60 serums in there. Um, I haven't done it consistently enough to really notice a difference, but there is quite a bit of research that um, proves that that is in fact effective, but I've not heard that internally, although it could be true. And lastly, I would add that it is widely believed that Shilajit is very effective for hair color restoration, and I'm guessing that is likely due to its high and balanced mineral content. You know, Shilajit is just loaded with minerals, and they are balanced by nature as it's a totally natural product. And as I said earlier, essentially what Shilajit is, is a mineral tar um, that is made by nature, by the decomposition of plant matter and maybe even animals, who knows? Some people say Shilajit has bat shit in it. I don't know. <laughs> you know, us health nuts have been accused of being batshit crazy and that might just be the case. 
So hopefully that helps, Michael. Uh, again, not an expert on the gray hair thing, as you can see, because I still have some. But, um, you know, at 51, I, I'm surprised sometimes that my dark brown hair is not totally white. And it, it doesn't seem to be really growing. I mean, it's like every couple of years, there's a little bit more in the side of my head. But I think it's totally fixable. I happen to believe that. I don't, I don't think it's a genetics thing so much as just imbalances in the body. And to fix those, again, testing, testing, testing. You know, the guesswork is going to cost a lot of money. That's the thing. People trip on the the cost of testing, but what about the cost of just wasting your money on supplements that you don't need or that are going to throw you out of balance because you don't actually know what's going on inside your body? And there are some critics of the hair mineral analysis test. Um, there are also critics of blood tests and urine tests. And, you know, I don't know that any of them are, you know, just the be-all, end-all of accuracy, but I do know from hair mineral testing and, well, really, frankly, all of the stool testing, all the testing I've done, that if I look at what's going on, at least get as much of a snapshot as I can, and then take a targeted approach to what I'm going to eat, supplements, whatever biohacks I want to implement to bring those things back into balance and then retest in most, if not all cases, I've made improvements based on the test results. So that would be how I would approach that. And that, my friends brings us to the conclusion of this solo cast episode. Again, you can find show notes to everything discussed here today at lukestory.com slash 417. I'd also like to invite you to check out my blue blocking eyewear brand. I don't talk about it a lot. I'm some, Sometimes I just, I don't know if I, for, if I just forget to promote them because they're just a given. I have a box of them right here behind me. Let me grab one actually. It's just like, I figure, duh, everyone's using my blue blockers. But then I tell people about it and they're like, what? I didn't know you had that. Anyway, they're freaking awesome. They're called Gilded, G-I-L-D-E-D, Gilded by LukeStory.com is where you can find them. For those of you watching the video, these are one of the daytime frames. These are the yellow lenses. And here's one of the, (laughs) for you bikers out there, These are one of the red lenses. And what I think is awesome about the glasses that we make at Gilded, well, there's a number of different things. A, they, no, not reduce, they totally eliminate the spectrum of light that is most important to eliminate. In other words, those blue and red light um, ranges of the spectrum that cause your melatonin and mitochondria the most trouble, which of course affects your sleep. And also, one of the coolest things is that we tint our glasses with melanin. And tinting the glasses with melanin makes it so that you still have color and depth perception. So a lot of blue blockers that I've tried in the past, I can't really wear them to like watch TV or watch a movie, let alone drive a car, because everything just turns red. And so you can't really tell, you know, spatial definition, color definition, distance, everything gets kind of wonky. And it's just not that practical for living your life. So gilded by lukestory.com is where you will find not only scientifically backed blue blocking glasses, but maybe more importantly to some of us, glasses that actually look super cool. Now, I just grabbed two of those randomly for you guys on the video. Uh, We have a bunch of different frames and we also have prescription and readers. And now I think by the time this comes out, we will have rolled out a couple kids frames as well, which is super important for the little ones. So um, I wanted to make sure to let you guys know that we're doing that. I launched that a few months ago now. And some people already have them and love them and 
Many people I meet, as I said, are like, what? I didn't know you did that. Well, yeah, I'm doing a lot. It's hard to keep track. It's hard to tell everyone everything, but there they are. So I'd love for you to uh, check that out. And with that, my friends, I think I'll let you go. And we'll be back on Tuesday again with episode 418, a wild ass episode. Uh, If you've heard about the snake venom rumors around current events, you'll know what I mean if you have. And if you haven't, just listen to it. You're going to trip. But man, there's some wild things going on in the world right now. And uh, our guest next week, Jonathan Otto, offers some very important um, applications in terms of solutions to harm being done to people currently in the world, but also, and maybe even as, if not more important, a great perspective on finding forgiveness for those that harm other people, just so prevalent in the world now and so obvious, yet at the same time standing up for what's right. So it's just, a, it's a, ended up being quite a philosophical question next week for 418 and one that I, that I enjoyed immensely. But I think the, the the hooky thing about it is just the snake venom thing. He explains that um, with some in in a, in a simple, uh, approachable way, but it also in a way that to me, I mean, it was pretty convincing. I was like, oh, that's what happened. Uh, so if you're curious to learn more about that, and um, and also again, recovery protocols and things like that, um, next week's show is going to be for you. And uh, with that, my friends, I think we'll close. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And I can't wait to be back with another one.